You are now listening to the Bunt, the People's Podcast, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. Y'all know what it is. It's Vans, baby. Public fucking service announcement, bitch. I'm on fire, nigga. Nigga, I had the biggest comeback of 2018, nigga. Niggas up here talking about Tiger. 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 You gotta be for the people. People. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Over at Vans, they doing way more than just making shoes, and that is evident in the release of the brand new Drill Chore Coat. The life of a skateboarder thrives on destruction, whether it's a curb, a wall, a rail, sitting inside Studio E, or anything in their way. Skateboarders demand the toughest protection for everyday use, and that's what Vans is offering. Yo, D. Jones. The technology in this coat is off the chains, B. Engineered with Cordura brand fabric and reinforced stitching for maximum durability, <laughs> it doesn't get much better. The drill chore coat is upgraded with storm cotton to repel water and Teflon treated to protect fabric and keep you dry. The only thing I'd have to disagree with there is this coat is off the wall, not off the chain. Innovative in design and driven by its functionality for skateboarding, the Vans Drill Chore Coat is built to withstand the abuse that other coats can't. Visit vans.ca slash skate to find an authorized dealer near you. Bands off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. Drop that bitch. And now, live from Studio E, the bunt with Safer and Donovan. Tell a friend, the bunt's back, the bunt's back, the bunt's back. Hey, they created a monster. It's the ghost in D. Jones. Yo, season eight, number eight, my favorite number. So you know we got to make this one a barn burner. We're fucking back, y'all. We missed you. I know you missed us. Yo, let's make it pop, guys. As always, y'all know what it is. I'm D. Jones. That was the ghost losing his mind. He's been itching to get back. Same as usual, we got Ants 1 behind the scenes. Can't do it without him. Turn your fucking phone volume up, nigga. Make sure you can hear me, nigga. It's a cool thing. Man, your boys are back in town. Y'all missed us or what? This is going to be the season for the people. We doing it for y'all all season long. 1 to 12. Lock in, baby. Ghost, do me a favor and tell the people what we got going on this week. It's episode one, man. Oh, you know it's a big one. We got the good homie Pedro Delfino in the building. Went down to Miami with them, had a blast. Hit up some jet skis, you know what I'm saying? Made it pop big time. Came back home, did some post office, shooting the shit about sports. You know what I'm saying? The rundown. You already know what the fuck it is, man. Man, as usual, the post office was popping during the offseason, but we still need to hear from all of you guys. Send in your emails to thebuntlive at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at thebuntlive, and make sure to like us on Facebook at thebunt. And like I said, this season is for the people. We giving away something every single week, episodes 1 through 12. We doing it for y'all. 
and we starting off with a bang. The Bunt has linked up with CHPO brand, and we're giving away watches for the next six weeks. Yo, me and Donald, <laughs> we looking fly as hell these days. It's crazy. Diamonds on our wrist, you Everywhere. feel me? Everywhere. Yo, shit's crazy, and we want you, the listener, to get fresh like us. <laughs> Week one, it couldn't be easier. We're giving away three watches. All you got to do is head to the chpobrand.com website and look for our logo, man. It's somewhere on the website hidden. First three people to find it, screenshot it, email it to thebuntlive at gmail.com. You got to watch on the way, bruv. Like we said, it is the first three people to email us at thebuntlive at gmail.com. So don't wait. Because y'all already running out of time. <laughs> CHPObrand.com. I think we just got our first winner. Like we said, we got Pedro Delfino in the building. You know it was only right that the Bunt took a field trip down to Florida to link up with them. This interview came to you live from the lovely confines of Andrew Skate Shop. Riding for Vans and Deathwish, Pedro's new on the scene. He's a psycho on the board. Yo, y'all gonna be seeing a lot more of him in years to come. Let's hop into this interview. Hold up, hold up, hold up. It's been a long time, but there's one thing we always do before we get it started. Oh shit, I almost forgot. It's time for that green can. Huh. Steam whistle, Canada's premium pilsner. The only buzz. y'all let's get this motherfucking thing popping we are live from andrew skate shop downtown miami i'm d jones my man right here is the ghost as always we got ants one behind the scenes and we are the number one podcast in skateboarding brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding that's vans baby turn up yo we got fucking pedro in the building florida native big things about the pot b you ready yeah i'm ready <laughs> Thanks for having me here, guys. Hell yeah. All right, Pedro, we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment. My favorite skate moment is probably uh, this one like local contest I skated back in like uh, 2011. I uh, was trying to like board slide this kink row in the contest like as my ender, and I just sacked the thing in front of everybody. <laughs> just like <laughs> didn't even know what to do. Just like walked out, just like grabbed my nuts and stuff. And, that was like definitely one of my favorite ones. Oh, the bleeding nuts? Yeah, the bleeding nuts. I heard about that. I was going to ask you yeah. about the bleeding nuts. but I just missed the entire <laughs> rail and just went straight to the flat and just like spun under the rail and just like looped out. Jesus. Crazy. You come last place after that one? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I was just, you know, just kind of embarrassed from that and just like kind of walked away. They got to give you a check for that, man. And what yeah. about your favorite sports moment? Um, my favorite sports moment is actually like my least favorite sports moment. But I, it's my favorite because it kind of like, what got me into skating was because uh, I used to play like little league baseball and uh, the coach always had me in like that, the left outfield and you know, like no one's hitting like balls out there like that far. So, so I was just sitting down in the grass like the whole season and like I really wanted to pitch. And finally one day I got my moment to pitch and I, I just fucking blew it. <laughs> I just like missed every throw and just like the whole team like, little eight-year-old just like yelling at me just like you suck like fuck that so i was just like fuck it dude dude Sports your favorite is not for me 
Your favorite moments sound like lowlights instead of highlights, dog. Yeah, they kind of just like, you know, check you and just like, you know, give you some light. For sure. To what you like want in life. Put you, push you towards skating a little more. Yeah. None of that pressure from the team. Fucking put me in, coach. Uh, so take us back to the beginning. You grew up in Jupiter, Florida. How'd you get into skating? Um, I actually grew up in Boca Raton. Oh, my bad. Um, <laughs> I don't, I grew up, so I moved from, I was born in Miami and I moved up to Boca Raton. I was like five years old. And uh, in my neighborhood, it was like a little cul-de-sac and like the homies were playing like uh, roller hockey. Mm -hmm. So like I got rollerblades and stuff and, and then like they took me out of the skate park. So I started out rollerblading and like <laughs> then that died. <laughs> and so I picked up a skateboard and skating was just like, it was sick, you know, and my dad takes me out surfing too, so kind of like, I just like being on, on a board. So you've been back in Florida for two days now. Anything out of the ordinary go down today? Yeah. <laughs> today was the first time we all went uh, jet skiing. We ran out some jet skis and, you know, like, it's like typical Florida thing to do. Just, you know, enjoy the sun and stuff. And we were having a good time. And I guess we were just going too fast on a manatee zone, like no wake, <laughs> no wake zone. <laughs> And uh, the Coast Guard just pulls up and just fucking tries to give us tickets and stuff. And Try this. Slap me with two tickets. Yeah, man. they slapped him with two <laughs> tickets and, and just like, we got off scot-free, but you know, it almost took you to jail because you didn't have a license. And just like the rental company, too, just, <laughs> you know, didn't even have our backs. It was crazy. Uh, dodging felony charges. Yeah. We out here. Double felonies. <laughs> so what was your first big break in the skate industry? Uh, my first big break... Um, I got the cover of Thrasher magazine uh, earlier this year, uh, February 2018 <laughs> issue, and uh, since <laughs> since then, like things kind of been popping off, and it's been tight. Dude, the My War, Savage Battle, be respect, respect. Ah shit, thank you. Ain't nobody skating that spot, man. And you did it on your homie's board too, right? Yeah, I had to land it on my homie's board because my board broke. But uh, apparently, that spot is like. Chris sends Ender, and I forgot which part, but he ollies at the bottom. There was like a, a shrub. He ollied over into the street, Damn. and it was pretty sick. So your sister also skates and rides for vans. What's it like having a sister that shreds? Dude, it's fucking sick. Growing up, I, I thought it was kind of whack. Like, I wanted to skate and just get away from home and, like, get away from family, and, and just, like, she'd always be around. So, like, I was like, you know, do your own thing. I got my homies, like, go skate. We always skate the park, and... Um, but now, like, she's pretty good. She can, like, keep up, and she's starting to skate, like, pretty gnarly spots, and I'm pretty impressed. So, like, it's really sick having her around skating. No, she's more sure. than pretty good, man. I was chilling with her this summer. She was killing it. I am getting paid. Enough respect. We heard about your Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to have a nice little Thanksgiving, but you and sis wanted to go skate, and mom wasn't having it. Yeah, <laughs> she was kind of bummed because she worked hard to make the, the dinner and just, like, we went out skating. <laughs> yeah, just how it Savage. is. You gotta skate on Thanksgiving, you know? Like, all the spots are free, like, no security, nothing. Hectic. Yeah. Um, so, you're on Death Wish now. Your boy, Jamie Foy, also from Florida, on Death Wish. Um, how did that whole thing happen of you guys just being, I guess you're both pretty young, both somehow ended up on Death Wish, West Coast Company, and uh, you watch your boy win Sodi, man. What was this whole, like, last year with the Deshwith and Jamie Foy shit, like? It's been pretty sick. Um, Jamie definitely paved the way for, for us down here. Like, he moved out and, you know, did his thing, and 
really like shot up to the top pretty quick and and I was fortunate enough to have him invite me to his uh, Saudi trip and and from there like I got to know the crew and they've been really friendly to me and so I was like yeah I'm fucking down okay okay so you were still like random unknown until the Saudi trip uh, or was the yeah, board was the, the board slide before the or board after? slide came out before that okay 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 yeah, like just like a, a few months like a month before the Saudi trip starting to make noise mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one way to do it with a cover man so in your welcome to death wish part you took some savage bails landed on your head a couple times a little unconscious here and there what makes you get up and finish a trick after you land on your head like that, man? I don't know, just like, when you go out to skate the spot, you, you just like have it in mind, like you already know you're trying to land it. So like, you just have the vision of you rolling away and like, just cause you got one little setback doesn't mean you can't just like get back up there and like, sure you might be just like bleeding or just like tired or just like sore, but you know, like, you know when you landed, the payoff's gonna be so great. Mm-hmm. Like it's unreal the payoff you get from skating, like any spot. Doesn't matter, like, even if it's a big spot, like, small spot. It doesn't matter. Like, you put in the effort. But how are you feeling when you get up from that one, especially the one to open your uh, death wish part? What, like, what's your body feeling like when you – are you a little dazed? You don't know what's going on? And you take a couple minutes? Uh, yeah, that, that, first, that first one off the roof, that, that, that rocked me pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I got up and just, like, the adrenaline kind of kept me going, but after that I felt like I got hit by, like, a freight truck. Fuck. And just my neck was just like whiplash and like luckily I didn't have like a crazy bump on my head. What but was it just fucking dude, <clears throat> it was crazy. You get a concussion from that? Probably. <laughs> I I didn't get it checked out. Yeah. But <laughs> dude, the Wally fifty in your death wish part too, like your body just goes limp. Dude. Like you knocked yourself out. You just get out. unlucky sometimes. But that that one was kinda crazy too. That one just like I did uh I landed it before. And then I didn't like the heel flip that I did in the beginning, and I, I wanted to redo it. Right. And uh, I just got smoked. I just, like, wasn't thinking, just, like, clipped the heels, just fucking landed on my head, and just, like, I was out. A little blood, too. Hey, Ghost, man, there's just one thing my closet's missing, and I can just never get it right. It's that perfect pair of everyday jeans. Bro, if you're looking in all the wrong places, I got the answer. It's called Brixton.com. <laughs> Check the denim section. You good for life, baby. We talking the reserve, the labor, the method, straight up the best fits in the game. I got mine. I'm shocked you ain't got yours, B. Dude, I'm just looking for a nice, relaxed fit pair of denim. Classic five pockets, straight leg, and a standard rise, man. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, we talking the labor in that case. Bruv, let me slap some sense into you. Brixton.com. Get there now. Matter of fact, check them on Instagram at Brixton and on Twitter at BrixtonMFG. You've been traveling a shit ton. Everything, your your skate career has taken off. Uh, Vans has been flying you around. What's been your favorite place to hit on the road so far? So far, I really liked uh, Shanghai. Shanghai was really tight, and I went out with Justin Henry, and he was, it was sick, just like, we got to learn some like sick lingo and just like go around and see how different the, the country is, and it's really bizarre out there, and you know, you feel like you're like outsiders, which is tight, you know, because you, <laughs> you just like kind of judge in, the, in, the, in a way, just like 
like, yeah, we got it good out here. Like, we really do have it good in, in America. Shit, shit. Shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's that mean? Uh, thank you. Huh. Yeah. So we heard you once lived in your car for two weeks to film a video part in San Francisco. How'd that work out? I worked out great. I yeah. finished the part. But uh, it, was, uh, it was sick just, you know, like I just drove my car from here to out to California just to like get some last minute stuff for the video. And, and um, you know, you just do what you got to do. Like I didn't really know anyone out in California. So like I had my car as like a place, you know, covered, covered spot to sleep in. And... <laughs> a little stinky, but yeah, yeah, the, fil stuff, the, the filmer was living with them too, you, I mean, in the uh, car. Uh, yeah, two a man, <laughs> a month yeah. and a half. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, we we parked up on Land's End and like we go down to the beach and just like wash up and shit. But I don't know. You start meeting friends, mm -hmm. and then from there you just like oh you find a place to stay, uh, you find a like shower, and couch like, surfing if you can. Yeah, couch surf, and you just got to do it. You know? Not as bad as it sounds. It's really not as bad as it sounds. Sounds pretty terrible. It sounds pretty bad. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. It's, it's pretty worth it when you come from, like, skating spots out here to, like, what you know is out there. And you're like, it's worth it. You got to sacrifice just to, you know, see yeah. the world. You're young going for it. I don't know if me and Donald are trying to <laughs> go live in a car with our filmer homie for a month, but respect. We, there's no way we're filming a video part in two months, man. It's going to take a couple years for us. <laughs> uh, so you had a an awkward night in Shanghai with Justin Henry that we heard about. A little something with someone who spoke better English than you. Can you uh, <laughs> shed some light on that story for us? Yeah, that was a really awkward night. It started out great. Um, one of the homies we met out there, uh, Jeremy, he like hooked us up with like VIP lounge like at some club. And it was like, we're, it felt like we were out of place, just like stinky skaters. Everyone's just all dressed up and stuff. and. We grabbed some champagne bottles and jumped on the floor and just like started just going off and stuff. And I, I felt like I was the king of the world. And I'd learned like some, some uh, Chinese like slang to how to like holler at chicks and stuff. So we left the club and, and just we're walking down the street and just like I'm going off, just like kind of yelling at chicks, just like, hey, what's up? Like, and, and then um, there was this one girl just like posted and I just like yelled something across the street and I walked over. And she's like, I speak better English than you. And then I was just like, oh, dude. So I just walked away. It was pretty awkward. <laughs> but what like, about her occupation? We heard uh, you thought she was something she wasn't? Yeah, she was a hooker for sure. <laughs> she was just like by herself like on the street. And I don't know if you, if you guys have been to Shanghai. Like late night, no one's out. And there's like no street lights. So it's just like you can kind of tell she was just like lady of the night. <laughs> she wasn't down for you? <laughs> nah, she wasn't. So we also heard a story about some book theft. Can you give us the backstory on stealing the book, Notes from a Dirty Old Man? Yeah, that was definitely not my proudest night, but uh, it's pretty ironic, but I, I went, I hooked up with some girl and like, uh, it was kind of crazy, like she had cigarette butts all over her bed and it was like, I felt kind of gross, but there was, this, there was this sick little like book just there in the corner, I was eyeing it all night. I just took it. <laughs> it was like a, a Bukowski book, uh, Notes for a Dirty Old Man. Yeah. And uh, that's why it was kind of ironic. Yeah, I grabbed the book and never Damn, talked to her again. Drop bitch. Savage. You skate spots that are insane. Does it take a lot of work to find, like, scope these spots out? Like, how do you, what's the process behind some of these untouched spots that you're hitting? 
Yeah, for sure. It, it takes a lot of work. Um, the process is like, it's not really planned out. I, I just like to leave the house and just drive around, like go through alleys and like houses, like, and find apartment rail. I like apartment spots a lot. I don't really like to skate like schoolyards and or sets really like anything with hills is kind of like my favorite. So I just like I don't know something catches your eye and you just like pin it down like screenshot like the pin and stuff and San like Francisco that. man. Yeah, it's just yeah. I don't know. It's it's just fun to explore. Like skating is skating, but skating also involves exploring. And some days you don't even skate, but you're fine and stuff. You're not trying to hit up hit up the plate out. Cali schoolyards and no, shit like that. Yeah. Not at all. It takes like a lot to drop an original part these days. Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely hard out there in California. Everything's been hit, so mm -hmm. it's almost more worth it to just go find your own spots. That's what it takes. So, like we said, you've been on the road a lot. Been to Canada a couple times. Shanghai just got back from Hawaii. Now in Florida. What's next for Pedro Delfino? In January, I'm going to Australia on it for like an indie trip, and that's pretty much all I have planned out. Any new parts dropping? Uh, no, I'm just I just film every day. Probably just put something together someday. Some more jet skiing. Some more jet skiing for sure. Definitely. Maybe <laughs> some mountain biking. I guess we're at that time. Time for some rapid fire. You ready to shoot some shots? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, favorite skater. John Cardio. Favorite video? Uh, Cash Money Vagrant. Favorite video part? Jake Johnson's Static 4. Favorite style? Jake Johnson. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? Definitely uh, John Cardio. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? E.T. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yo. Yeah, E.T. is good. I like that answer. <laughs> I, I, well, that goes into play with his six style too. True, true. I just true. thought that he's got a six style. Favorite trick? A front center. Hardest trick for you? Tray flip. I thought you were going to say Nolly Heel after the one we saw you trying to do yesterday. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was pretty bad. <laughs> just kidding. Hardest trick, sorry. Most illegal trick? Casper flip. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? This lip slide I did in Austin, Texas. It's like a double king. Oh, oh yeah. the ender. Last yeah. part in the deathlish part. Google that. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. I seen I seen Raven do a, like a five foot or six foot air out of a sixteen foot bowl <laughs> with no coping. Jesus. <laughs> in fucking like thirty five degree weather. That was probably the gnarliest thing I've ever seen. That sounds fucked. What's the one trick that got away? Oh, uh, this like this frontside five zero uh, down this hubba in, in Miami. I just never got back to it. Which one, though? It's uh, the, it, the Intercontinental on Bayside. Oh, is it the one that Ed Salego 50 No. That's just a wild guess. It's that spot, <laughs> it's that, spot that uh, Dane, he, Dane Berman 50s it. And um, uh, what's that dude? Jamie um, a Zero, dude. He ollies it. And I think a shot kick flipped it. Yeah, Jamie Thomas ollied over Yeah. That, that zero yeah, guy, Jamie? The zero, sorry. <laughs> that zero dude, <laughs> Jamie <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> uh, sounds gnarly. What's the last new trick you learned? Gnarly heel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your dream job after skating? 
something that involves like still traveling the world. Probably, I'm down to like eat food and like critique it. <laughs> <laughs> Just do that yeah, that's, stuff. That's goals. Favorite local brand? Yeah. Um, you know, that's a tough one. You know, are you kidding me? That's a tough. I'm trying to think. I mean, Where we at, B? Andrew. <laughs> Andrew Skate. <laughs> Favorite local skater? Dan Lundy. <clears throat> Favorite teammate ever? Favorite? Jamie Foy. Yeah, he's Sick. pretty gnarly. Worst teammate ever? Jamie Foy. <laughs> Worst company? Revive Skateboards. <laughs> they could save it. <laughs> Worst trend? Everyone says caution hands. Caution hands is pretty funny. Oh, I I'm never heard it. Like that. caution hands? Yeah. Like, uh, oh. I like that. Yeah, dude, I like that. that. No, I know exactly what it is, but I never heard of it referred to as that, but that's the perfect name. What do you call it? Fairy skating. <laughs> yeah, caution. Ch cheer my boy Tyler Warren for that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, worst style? Uh, Jeff won song. <laughs> last but not least, last person you want on the sesh? <clears throat> Reza. Oh. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I can't really think, but just like someone who just doesn't stop like talking about themselves, like or what trick they're gonna do, Nick and they Katz. just never do it. <laughs> yeah, Nick Katz. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up our interview with Pedro. Pedro, man, thanks for doing this with us. Big it's shout out to Nick for having us down here. Thank you, Nick. That's a wrap, y'all. Let's go listen to Nick talk about the switch front big he's going to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come do a rapid fire, Nick. That'd be tight. Those are hard. Let's do a rapid fire with Nick Katz for shits and gigs, man. Get him on here. Are you kidding me? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? It's for the people, man. What up? What up? Pedro. Killed it, dog. I impromptu hey, rapid just, just fire. Just to let you guys know, I was there at the inception of this this uh, this podcast of yours. Day one, baby. I think you Big asked supporter. me if you should do it, and I think I, I encouraged it. Look how far you've come. <clears throat> All the way to your shop. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, be favorite skater. Brian Anderson. Favorite video. Modus operandi. Favorite video part. <laughs> Um, Andrew Reynolds, stay gold. Other than you, who's got the best switch from Big Spin in the game? Spanky. <laughs> <laughs> Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate? Brian Herman. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> this guy pulled a name out of a hat. Uh, most talented skateboarder on planet Earth? He's not on planet Earth anymore, but Dylan Reeder. Real shit. Favorite trick? Switch from big speed. <laughs> <laughs> Hardest trick for you? Uh, Tray flip. Uh, no, no, no. I got those now. <laughs> oh, got really? It. Switch flip. Most illegal trick? Oh, fuck. No, oh, uh, pawns in the building. <laughs> uh, any, <laughs> fuck, most illegal trick? Uh, sex change. <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Switch from big spin into that fucking 
Off the highway? Off the highway. Hell yeah. I, almost, I almost died. I did die, <laughs> but I landed it. You can you can run that one. Yeah, we need to find that bail. Run it back. Okay. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? Um. Fuck. Uh, fuck. I, let's the pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Best trick you've ever done that wasn't caught on film? It's your opportunity to brag to the people. Oh. Um, pass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what's the last new trick you learned? Uh, you got to go back a few years, huh? Yeah, definitely. Nolly and Ortiz. All right. Now that your skate career is over, what's your dream job after skating? Garbage man. <laughs> Favorite local brand. Uh, Andrew. Favorite local skater. Feelings are going to be caught here. Manny B. Oh, jeez. Love you, what, buddy. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? <laughs> I never had any sponsors. <laughs> Favorite teammate ever? Jay Pone. Worst teammate ever? Jay Pone. <laughs> <laughs> Worst company? This at all. The bunt, the bunt live. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Worst trend. Skating in, in like hype beast sneakers. Damn, you coming at Jedi? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Vapor Maxes. Worst, worst style. Oh, uh, oh, Jimmy Carlin. Oh, whoa. Damn, B. Oh, shit. Is that necessary? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh? Jimmy fucking Carlin. <laughs> you got a story to tell? No. Oh. <laughs> Just, I don't think I could deal with that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks, Doug. Nick. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, guys. Thanks for having us out, Andrew. Hey, thank you guys so much for flying in all the way from Canada. Bob LaSalle, thank you for making this happen. Um, let's Shouts go. out to the manatees, man. Shout out Keep to the manatees, safe. shout out to the shop, all the, all the riders on the shop. Shout out to Safe, I love you, doggy. Shout out to Dono, I love you, doggy. Shout out to Ants One, love you, doggy. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Really Thank you. Really appreciate it. Let's go, uh, let's go to, to the bar and get fucked up. Let's, go let's get, get, get Ants One on the ones and yeah. twos, man. <laughs>
Uh, they'll blow up in the fucking frozen bottom of the plane shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's science, Jared. But uh, come up to T Dot and uh, we'll treat you to a couple, man. Real shit. Uh, next up, we got an email from Vlado Peter. Yo, here's your only lister from Slovakia and maybe from the Czechoslovakia and surely from the whole Eastern Europe. And also the biggest fan here of the Boston Celtics. Never miss a game. Shout out to League Pass. Can't wait for the ring in 2019. I listen to 95% of your podcast episodes and still don't know which voice and face is Donovan and Seifa. I guess that's the beauty of radio. <laughs> My question to you, who is your favorite Slovak skater and who is your favorite Slovak NHL player? Current and from the past, hint, three brothers in Quebec. Show me your knowledge. Best regards, Slovakia, Vladimir, a.k.a. Vajko. The NHL part of this question is definitely easier than the skateboarding part. I mean, you got legends coming out of Slovakia. The Big Z's, the Dane Ochara, Marian Hosa, multiple Stanley Cup rings. But my favorite hockey player from Slovakia is going to be Zygmunt Palfi. Definitely loved his style when he was in the NHL. Real shit. Yep, that's a good pick. Have to agree. <laughs> Uh, my favorite NHL player, not just from Slovakia, but of all time, happens to be from Slovakia. Peter Sikora, you heard me. New Jersey Devils, let's go, baby. And uh, as far as our favorite skaters, I, we agreed on just one. It's got to be Roman Lesivka, you heard me. Primitive beast. Switch shove, switch manny, switch trade. Goes without saying. Stalin Square boss. Next up, we got an email from Robert Duncan. Yo, it's Paul Duncan again from Montgomery, Alabama, the sleep talker. I've gone on to quoting you two more times this season, Ghost. My wife's new nickname for me is Bunt Boy. Anyways, what's up with this Ben Gilly episode, my dudes? He's a fucking legend. The people need this. I've got the connects. Just hit me up. Lastly, shout out to Asshole Grip Tape on Instagram. Asshole grip tape, so tight you won't slip out. If you're not riding assholes, you're probably just riding dick. Come in 2019. Keep up the good work, my dogs. Bun boys for life. Ben Gilly, man. Let's make it happen. Robert Duncan, we're looking at you. Slide in the DMs. Set it up. We'd love to have Ben Gilly on the show. What's this Robert Paul shit, man? I thought Robert was Bob. Yeah, in this case, it's Paul. Threw me for uh, a little... Uh, twist there too but you don't get to choose what he calls himself man right. what's up paul what's up bob uh, next up we got an email from lucas subject Kawhi. last season of the bunt was great as per usual but the real reason for the email is Kawhi is fucking balling as a raptor happy for y'all and your city oh that just reminded me of uh the slovakian guy's email saying the celtics are gonna win it y'all can't even beat the orlando magic Come on, man. Yo, the Orlando Magic won another big game last night, too. They beat uh, Houston. Houston. Yeah. Oh, yo, don't sleep on Orlando, I am dog. sleeping on Orlando. They're fake as hell. They're like, they start the season nice every year, and then they go back to their it's regular It's January. Ways. They just won two big games I know, back to back. So. They ain't sniffing the playoffs. No, nah, but. Aaron man, Trash and Gordon. Like Kyrie said, man, these young dudes, they ain't ready. We've been through a lot here in Dot. Lots of losing. Kawhi is here to take us to the promised land. If we get to the finals, I'm hoping he stays, man. But if we have, like, a shitty, like, early exit in the playoffs, the man's gone. But, yeah, we loving the winning over here. Next up, we got a voice note from Caribou Mookie. Hey, yo, this is coming from Johannesburg, South Africa. 
Looking forward to the newest season whenever that is. Peace. It's here, bro. Let's take a listen. <laughs> hey, yo, we live? Yo, what it do, Bun Live? Gotta say, you niggas are running things in the podcast game, you heard? Yo, I'm gonna get right into it, though. After listening to the Justin Henry interview, whew, that shit had me gassed up. That dude's a real one, yo. But, yo, check it, man. It had me thinking, what are some of the iconic freakouts you've seen on tape or live and direct from a skateboarder toward a goomba-ass citizen, you feel me? Hey, yo, keep killing it, man. Wow. Thanks for the email and voice note all the way from South Africa. Uh, when it comes to thinking of this, a few pop out, some classic ones. Costin, yeah, right. Antoine Dixon and Baker 3. But up here in Canada, we have two very legendary clips of our own. Yeah, I'm going to spark it with uh, Montreal legend Carl LaBelle. He, he throws down to hit a double set and the security guard pops out of nowhere puts his foot in front of his board so he actually flies down the double set could have hurt himself real bad and uh he gets up the security guard goes back inside and he actually tries to smash this huge window on like a business building downtown calgary i believe we'll post that in the story or something we'll we'll find a way to post that it's on youtube if you search carl labelle 49 seconds <laughs> and then another legendary one graham betts from an ambition video back in the day Throws down, real fist fight steez with a security guard. One of our favorite quotes of all time. <laughs> you're going to lose your job. Yeah, but you're going to lose your head. So <laughs> they're both on YouTube. You just search up their names, Carlo Bell and Graham Betts. Graham Betts is at clips. the end of the video. It's an 18-minute video. Go to the credits. Shit's wild. But we'll post them both on Facebook. How about that? Yo, thanks again for the email from South Africa. On to the next one. We got an email from Deacon, subject Top Boy. What you saying, blood? So who in your crew is Duchesne and who is Sully? Is Donald more like Sully? Quick to react to man's talking shit. Not afraid to kidnap his own cousin for ransom money. <laughs> but has a secret sweet spot for the youth in trouble situations. Is the ghost like Duchesne? Calm, calculating, top of the game, but still ruthless on a board. <laughs> I like that. Or are either of you like Leon, seasoned and older, he knows the youth and tries to help him out in it. Which character would Wade be? Yo, that might be the best email we've ever gotten of all time. I love that he made you the evil Sully and not me. I thought I thought I would have got dusted with that. I think it's pretty it's pretty uh, pretty on point, man. <laughs> yeah, you're twisted and I definitely don't take too much time to take in the information. Just quick reaction. I definitely gotta agree. I'm like Duchesne, pure steez, calculating, <laughs> calm, still ruthless on the board. <laughs> yeah, this guy's got something for you, man. He likes you. But uh, as far as Wade goes, I think we'd have to go with Leon. He uh, keeps a good lookout on the youth of the skate scene here in TDOT. And uh, pretty much everywhere he goes, he's, he's one with the kids. And uh, Leon does the same with Ron now, just looking out for him. Got his best interests at heart. So... Wade being Leon would make sense. Well, hopefully Wade doesn't end up in a ditch because of fucking Sully's buffoonery. Donald, I'm looking at you. <laughs> hey, man. I heard season three is coming out. Is your boy Drake going to help your show or fuck it up? Definitely. If he stays out of it, he'll help it. Like, if the show just needs Drake's money Yeah, that's what backing, I'm saying. 
then I back it. That'll be the first time I su- truly support Drake, and I'll, I'll be a fan of his for a day. But uh, I think he'd be smart enough to know that he liked the show. He liked how it was. It could just use a little bit more budget, man. So don't don't get your hands involved. We don't want to see no Drake cameos or nothing <laughs> like that. Let's just and, uh, let them do what they're doing, man. Yeah, I swear they had Giggs cameo in like season two, maybe. I mean, it is super sick because the show is so raw, right? Yeah. Sorry, bros. I just watched Top Boy for the third or fourth time, and I know you guys like that London estate grime culture. So these are random questions, bro. We loved it. I do have some skate questions, though. Maybe you've answered it already, but what's the Ghost and Donald's preferred setups like? Are you lot skating them fatty 8.5s or 8.75s? Or are you on them popsicle 775s or 7875s? I know mans are tall and got big feet. Also, I don't understand sternum. Is it a movement or an actual truck company? Or is it just a hate on indies not showing the Canadian youth the respect they deserve? What are you skating, B? Right now, my preferred setup is a three-seater couch, somewhere to put my feet and uh, watch sports, man. But in all reality, I'm just 8'4", some indies, some 149s, some 52 Spitfires, nice polar board. It's easy, man. I actually don't even know what I'm skating right now. I think 825 or what's the one beneath that? 8.175. Something like that. Whatever gets the job done, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get boards wherever I can. I'm just a lonely boy in these streets. <laughs> Someone, please. As far as sternum, <laughs> yo, you just got to fucking stay watching the movement. I think there's some big things coming in 2019. He said he was going to die and come back. A new thing or some shit. Don't really know. Seemed to be tripping a little bit at the end of the year. But I think 2019 is going to be bigger and better for sternum. So, uh. Watch the fuck out and fuck the chest. All right, next up, we got an email from Travis Orton. Thank you for starting up the podcast again. Huge shout out to a buddy, Pat Murphy, for introducing me to your show. Yo, big shouts to Pat. Spread the word. Since October, I've had to deal with testicular cancer and a broken ankle. Currently healing from the ankle, nine screws and a plate. You guys have made it bearable being on the couch or bedridden. Listen to you guys clown. Keep up the great work, and I can't wait to hear this season's steam whistles cracking and guns are popping. Much love from South Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Keep clowning and make sure no one's safe. Travis. Travis, bro. So hyped uh, that we could help you get through these tough times. That sounds gnarly as hell. Nine screws. Cancer. Jesus. Can't even imagine. Uh, We hope you're on the mend, and we're so hyped to be back just one, a couple days after your email, B. Yeah, thank you for reaching out, Travis. Much love from here at The Bunt. Love the support. We doing it for you, dog. All right, and last but not least, this might be a prank because this email is coming from the grave, apparently. Let's take a listen to the one and only Theo Banks. Subject, I am breathing. Yeah, this is the one and the only you know who. I'm in an undisclosed location. I can't say much. Just know I'm back. I have to talk very quietly. I've trekked across state lines. I've hitchhiked for God's sakes. But the important thing is, is they won't take me alive. Hey, yo, man, are you Theo Bang? Nah, 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 I, ne- I never heard of him. Listen, I gotta get the fuck out of here. This is fucking Theo Banks rocking on the B-U-N-T-L-I-V-E.
Theo, bruv, we are ecstatic to hear from you. You are alive, breathing, safe. Well, hopefully safe. Doesn't sound like you're in the best of situations. Location unknown. But the man is back and the bun is back. It's a hell of a day, man. Couldn't be more hype. Theo, be well. Hope to hear from you next week and every week for the rest of our lives, even if the bunt doesn't exist in 30 years. We want these weekly Theo Banks updates. We wish you well, brother. Thanks for checking in. The moment we've all been waiting for. The rundown is back. Your two favorite voices in sports, D. Jones and the Ghost. We've been gone, but we are not forgotten. There's a lot to go over, and we can't do it all in one week. We're talking the divisional round of the NFL playoffs right now. Game one, Chiefs and Colts. I was hoping for a little bit more from Andrew Luck, man. Me too, man. You take him out of that dome, and the man them was struggling. <laughs> He's like four for six just before halftime until that, that last drive. That was a bummer for me because those are my two favorite teams left in the playoffs at that point. So you hate to see one of them have to go. But uh, Andrew Luck and co, the, the future is bright, man. Next year is going to be dope. This was a fairy tale season. Good for them. I think in the offseason, one thing I'd like to do is upgrade Marlon Mack. You know, it's going to be a couple RBs available out there. A couple <laughs> oh, oh. former Pittsburgh Steelers, maybe even throw in Woo! Antonio Brown. Hey, Andrew Luck. I love the grit. He hates losing. But man, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, we've been gone for a while, so we haven't had a chance to talk about this guy. But that man is special. That sidearm, no look pass. He's going to score enough points, so y'all better try to keep up. Let's talk about game two and who the Chiefs are going to have to play. The Chargers went into Foxborough, but they forgot their football game at home. Tom Brady, it was beautiful, man. It really was. It was also boring just because the game was over by the by the second quarter. Uh, at first, it was a little back and forth in the first, you know what I'm saying, 14 to seven. I'm like, all right, we got some high scoring offense popping. And then the Chargers just forgot to keep up. I mean, they, they scored a few times late, you know, made it respectable, but that was a blowout through and through. Yeah, well, I expected more from Phillip and the Chargers, one of the most complete teams. That was just a superior game plan going to work. The Chargers, no answer for Sony Michelle and Julian Edelman. And now we have a match made in heaven. Oh, yeah. I, th I think I saw Phillip Rivers was 0-7 going into that game against Tom Brady. He can't beat Tom Brady. Jeez. You know who else? Patrick Mahomes, 0-1 versus Tom Brady. We've seen this happen before. I don't care where the game's played. Andy Reid ain't ready for these big games. Bill Belichick is coming for that food, bruv. Bruv, what you got to realize is this is in Foxborough. It's a fucking rap these days. You know what I'm saying? None of this new era field bullshit. Tom Brady's old ass, he ain't ready for them fucking screaming fans throwing snowballs. You know this better than anybody. Let's just see who the referee is in Arrowhead, and then we'll see who wins the game. Yeah, that's true. If it's that fucking black dude, oh man. <laughs> With the glasses, it's over. I love when I see him at Pat's games. <laughs> so, moving over, Philadelphia Eagles, Big Dick Nick, St. Nick. He was magical again last weekend. But it looks like the magic ran out against the Saints, man. Yeah, I just got to give him a huge shout out. 
you know what I'm saying? When it was 14-0 against the Saints, I was shook. The Saints looked shook. I'm sure fans around the world were like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, but congrats to the Eagles, man. Uh, can't even say enough good things about Nick Foles. Wentz was looking like dog shit all year. He comes in, gets them into the playoffs on the last fucking day. Beat the fucking Bears. Like, who would That was insane. So just shout out to the Eagles. Uh, what's our homie's name? Neeks. Yeah, uh, your boy I, I hope you're proud of your boys, man. Um, good season. Fuck, I can't even. My Vikings didn't even make it, so they made it work, man. The Eagles. There's nothing more you can say. Defending champions looked like they were down and out. Came back, win themselves a playoff game in exciting fashion, nonetheless. Like that. Hey, man, seeing that kick, doink doink, couldn't have felt any better. But the Saints. Sorry to say this, bro, but they're just a better team. And now, oh wait, wait, I just want to say one thing. Any Eagles fans listening, y'all better not give Alshon Jeffrey a hard time. You wouldn't have won the Super Bowl without him. And I know y'all Philly fans is psychos and probably fucking booing him and shit. But I hope you're just proud of your squad. That could have happened to anyone. Went through his hands. It's unfortunate. But uh, yeah, it's just yeah. You don't want to see it, and you don't want to see a guy take it so hard on himself like that. But just look back last week when you guys were ridiculing Cody Parkey. You know, so it goes both ways. Exactly. Alshon Jeffries a real one, and uh, he doesn't deserve any hate. And the last game of the weekend, Rams and Cowboys. Man, they don't even need Todd Gurley, dog. They got C.J. Manderson. Yo, what could be said about that fucking almost out of the league, it seemed, and then all of a sudden he's averaging over 100 yards per game since signing with the Rams, even with Todd Gurley playing? It's crazy. God They damn. looked like they were going step for step, touch for touch, all game long. And maybe the competition is is, uh, is good for Gurley, man. Maybe he got a little soft just walking into the end zone. He needed someone <laughs> to compete with. Bro, that one, like, 30-yard run to the end zone by Gurley was just vintage beast uh, mode Gurley. Cannot wait for the final four, man. So, you all know the Rams took down the Cowboys. I thought the Cowboys had, had a better chance than they showed in this game. But towards the end, you just knew... It was, uh, the time was up for the Cowboys, man. Amari fucking Cooper, man. We all laughed at that trade at the time, but he, without him, like once they got him, they, they were eight and nine or something. I don't recall. Other than this, this last loss, but yeah, they went on a rampage basically when they got him. They were out of playoff contention, won a whole bunch straight. This guy's finding the end zone almost every week. For a team like that, that's run first, pass second, it's tough when you get down early in the game and the other team keeps scoring. It kind of uh, it, ma it makes it real tough for a team like the Cowboys to come back in a game like that. But hey, now we got the Rams and the Saints. Next weekend, man, we are unworthy of the final. If we just look back one year and oh look at God. who the quarterbacks were last year in the final four compared to this year, it's on, man. As all, the NFL, the number one sport in the world, they know what they're doing. Sunday's going to be a beautiful day. What? Yo, soccer is the number one sport in the world. Maybe in your world. In my world. <laughs> Whoa, whose world am I talking about? <laughs> Come on. From Keenum, Foles, Flacco. No. Bortles and Brady. May as well have been Flacco. To Brady, Mahomes, Drew Brees, and fucking Goff. I guess he's the weak, weak link, but the rest of his team They ain't. got Todd Gurley. Bro, this I'm I'm excited and yo, it's time to decide. It's time to put our our knowledge to the test, B. 
One of these is knowledge aside. Y'all know what time it is. The New England Patriots will be heading back to the Super Bowl. Mahomes, it's been great. 5,000 yards, 50 TDs. Let's see what you do against Bill Belichick and Brady, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In Andy Reid, we don't trust. But in Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, we do. They going to figure it out on the fly. Do whatever they got to do. Let's not forget Tyreek Hill. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something, man. It's going to be just like the last game. They're too young, inexperienced. It's going to be a helpless feeling as the Patriots run out the clock and kick a field goal to win it again. Yeah. But did you see the defense, man? They actually, like, shut down the Colts. One of their two scores was a fucking block kick recovered in the end zone. Like, the defense stepped up. Uh, Last game was just an all-out barn burner. Both defenses were trash. I'm hoping Casey's D can keep it up and uh, Mahomes going to do his thing on offense. Yeah, I saw him. They were playing the Colts, man. They weren't playing Tom Brady. Do you see what he did to the San Diego Chargers? It was beautiful. <laughs> Moving to the other side, I'm going with the Saints. I think the Saints, a little bit more of a complete team. I think they uh, the Rams might go down in this game and a lot's going to be put on Jared Goff's shoulders and no one in Rams Nation wants that. <clears throat> Bro, this game is going to be a barn burner, man. I, I'm so excited to see Breeze. But, yo, these these guys, it's twice. Like, last year, they, they lost on that, that heartbreak. They almost, I mean, if that game, if that interception didn't go down, it looked like they could have lost they in, in heartbreaking fashion again. The Saints, they're not steamrolling like they were earlier. I just in the feel season. that this win, this like the ugly one, is one they needed to get going. True, man. true, true. They needed that. They needed that little jump start, and uh, they got it, bro. When at can't guard Mike is running routes Ooh. like that, holy shit, dude! And when Tyson Hill is throwing bombs <laughs> to Kamara, <laughs> yeah. holy shit! I know it got called back, but damn, that was a nice pass. That dude is so loose, man. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't even have a favorite in that game. I guess I'd, I'd rather the Saints win because I had Kamara and Fantasy, and obviously yeah, it made me watch a bunch of their games. But uh, the only team I'm rooting against out of the, the four is the Patriots. Let's go all three of y'all other teams. I just want to see, see some good football. you see the look in Julian Edelman's eyes on Sunday? <laughs> I did. Fucking weirdo. Let's slide over to the hardwood for a second. We're running out of time on this week's episode. But there's just so much to go over. We can't not touch on the NBA. James Harden, MVP form. He is killing it right now. Have you ever seen a player go through a stretch like this? (laughs) Uh, I'm a Kobe fan. Did you forget? God damn, B. Yes, but he's putting up Kobe-esque numbers. Honestly, it's, it's crazy to witness. Like, his stat lines are insane. But sometimes I watch these Houston games and I'm like... God damn, man. Chris Paul, you got to come back. I'm sick of watching James Harden go one on five all the time, but he's getting it done. Staying in the Western Conference, the Golden State Warriors are actually bored out of their minds with the goddamn regular season. So we're not going to touch on them till it's their season. The playoffs comes back. But the Denver Nuggets, man. Woo. First in the West, a sleeper team coming into the season. They just missed the playoffs. When they on the last day of the regular season last year, losing to Jimmy Butler and Co., they're the real deal this year. And they've got like they've had major injuries all season at full strength, they're gonna be a problem. And I'm super proud of uh, our boy Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets. Man, if you just look at Nikola Jokic, he doesn't look like a professional athlete, <laughs> that's what makes it all the better. Moving over into the Eastern Conference, the Celtics. 
struggling a little more than we thought Kyrie losing his patience with the young bucks or what yeah man he had some negative words to say about his team and the youngins talking about they don't know what it takes to to make a title run well Reggie they got to game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals without you last year so fall back blood <laughs> tell us how you really feel down in Philly they acquired a superstar in Jimmy Butler how long till he starts ruffling feathers down there in Philadelphia? Well, he already has. He already confronted it. He already confronted Brett Brown uh, <laughs> in some video session or something, complaining about his role in the offense. Um, and apparently, GMs around the league are already inquiring about him. So you know, Jimmy, he's gonna fuck up that locker room, <laughs> but he's gonna stay killing it on the court. He is a savage. I'm loving that, man, because when they got him, I was like, oh, shit, that, that really is adds another contender to the East because they weren't looking too good. We need them to implode from the inside out. Exactly. They need to start putting Jimmy in a separate locker room. <laughs> Let him get ready over there. And uh, what's the status on Ben Simmons' jumper, man? How's it looking? Dog shit as per usual. <laughs> He's still throwing them up, though. Big shouts out to Amari Cooper. We saw you taking shots at Markel Fultz's free throw shot in your TD celebration. Big NBA fan. But let's talk about the Raptors for a sec, man. Pascal Siakam. Most improved player or what? Is it the headband? I don't know what it is. Shout out to my Cameroonian brother. So <laughs> hyped to see what he's doing on the court for our city. It's crazy. You were you. I don't know what you, you how how you predicted it, but you traded for him real early in the season in fantasy, and you're reaping the rewards. Siakam, Kawhi, bro, our our defensive wings, man. It's tough to score on us. It's tough to score on us, and we can put points in the basket as well. Lowry's been out for a while. Fred Van Vliet did a nice job, but now Lowry's back. Now we got them both rolling. Danny Green chipping in. We got a pretty complete team over here. Yeah, no, no Jonas Valanciunas these days. We still do. We beat the Warriors without Kawhi. Are you <laughs> kidding me, bro? We're the real deal. And to anyone who wants to email us in, <laughs> good luck, cause the raps is popping. So talk your shit. Nick Nurse, the coaching change we needed. Hell we yeah. love Dwayne Casey. I but, didn't. Uh, we'll just say it. it's a nice way to send them off. See how shit the Pistons. <laughs> Later, bro. <laughs> Catch you next time. All right, y'all. That's it for episode one of season eight. Lots of sports talk to go around, but we got 12 straight weeks ahead of us. <laughs> Ain't that the truth.